connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2017 and beyond. That was I am Ryan. With me is James. And for the last time, for a little bit, Henry. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. You start your the next chapter of your life. Yes. You're going to be going to... And, oh, and Brad's here now. And so, bye, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, nice am shirt. I, am I too late? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, buddy. Yeah, Brad uh, just walked in the door, so Brad will be joining us as well. Yeah. Wow. What? What? You made some changes. I did. I didn't notice until now. <laughs> I just told really? you I built IKEA shells. Yeah, he was talking about that right while yeah, you were here. I know, but <laughs> I, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Oh, you hung up the shocker. <laughs> I did. I'm way more excited about the shocker. Uh, <laughs> but okay, yeah, no, yeah that's you. Oh, uh, okay. Here. Um. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so Henry, Henry is leaving. Yeah, yeah. you're going to uh, visual bye. arts Don't school. Leave us, Henry, oh, bye, bye. in uh, Manhattan. Back. Yeah, I thought you were going to film school. Yeah, that's what they call it visual arts. In yeah, Manhattan. school. Of yeah, dude, arts. it's in New How York. How pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, New York is so lame that they uh, had a statue of Captain America in a park in Brooklyn, and uh, people no, no, complained no, that was, about that it. That was Donald Trump, sir. No, no, no they did both. Well, I think like what so, yeah, that was a joke. See, mm. see, because uh, like, yeah. if I was confused, it hit don't really ever well. compare <laughs> the two. Oh, I know. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh man, if only you could uh, see how clothes he is. are made in China. What <laughs> he wants to make America great again? Make clothes in America, Donald Trump. <laughs> that that's your. Never mind. I don't even want to talk about this. We all agree. No, that's, anyway, move it along. Uh, no, that's like what they talk about on CNN. Yeah. <laughs> But Damn, like, why even watch so the news? So, how long does it will it take for you to get your degree? Uh, it's standard four years. Four so, years, yeah. And what are you going to be majoring in? Uh, film and the film department. Like after your first year, you decide an emphasis. So I'm leaning towards directing right now. Directing, very but cool. Maybe cinematography, maybe audio. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. So well. someday you'll be famous, and then you can come back and take us all away from here. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Awesome. You all can be my. Aunt. It'll be like the show Entourage, but like a lot less douchey. So yeah. nice. we can. We'll just record commentaries here. Brad, where's my crystal Pepsi? <laughs> You brought a Crystal Pepsi. If you go get a glass, oh, I'll yeah. share it. What the hell is no, going I, on in here? I they brought those back. I, I, Where I'm, am I? I'm not sharing that with you because you should have just got me my own. I, I've I, never had a Crystal Pepsi. I, I thought you didn't drink soda anymore, so. Oh, that's right. I was but that's not the point, Brad. The point is you brought a Crystal Pepsi into right. my house. You can have this yeah. water. You want water? Were you, guys, you guys are old. Were you alive when those happened the first time? Yeah. I wasn't. I, I, <laughs> I remember the Saturday Night Live parody, Crystal Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so congratulations, yeah. sir. Yeah, wow. if you need a crew or anything, yeah. give me a call. Don't call I'll, us. I'll fly we're, out we're, to New York. And, yeah. no, I'm sure. serious. All right, cool. If, I, if yeah. I'm available, I'll come right. earlier. Sweet, yeah. When I, when I get to my senior film uh, in four years. So. Oh, my God. That's so far from now. Yeah. Um, they don't do intermediate. Because the Cairo Film School does like... 
each year they do like oh, no, production uh, one, production two, and then a final. No, I mean, how, like, school visual arts work, it's, like, you only take film classes. And so it's, uh, like, you, you're expected to make, like, ten feet films your first year. Oh, wow. It's, like, like oh, your editing class, you're supposed to bring your own footage to, like, learn with. So, so yeah, hopefully it'll be good. Cool. And, like, uh, like Brian Singer went there, so he, like, recruits out there for his films. Nice. So maybe, uh, maybe when the new X-Men film comes out, you'll see my name next to Grip. So X Men <laughs> Sinister will yeah. be there, or you you could finally start that 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 uh, end credits company that we've been. That's we've true. Been we could launch that. Lately. So <laughs> I, I think I, I was the only person in X Men Apocalypse when the name for Mister Sinister came up. I was like, oh, Sinister!" <laughs> and the rest of my theater is like, "What the fuck does this end credits mean?" <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, Very true. Every week on the Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience of the world. Uh, this week, I saw War Dogs. Oh, I saw that. Cool. And did you also see... I also saw Kubo. Brad? I didn't get to see... Well, I watched one film, and it's not either of those two. I saw Henry's film, so oh, I'll talk about yeah. that. Cool. cool. And Henry, and Henry saw both of them. I saw so, both. So. so we have two films this week. Okay. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> or if you guys want to include uh, Kubo into your... Uh, what we've been watching, we can do uh, War Dogs of the Future, yeah, or we can do that. let's do that, because I don't... Right. I mean... I mean, I don't know. Well, no, we can do it separately, because that way we can do the trailer, but... Okay, cool. I, we won't talk Kubo's about Kubo. the main movie, so I can call the episode Kuboner. <laughs> no! No, now I won't. <laughs> you will not touch this movie with I, I, your oh. I did vile... Love, spoiler alert. I did love Pete's Meats. Yeah. Pete's Meats was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and way better than, than Pete's Pete Sausages. Sausage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was um, Huey Lewis? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess we do music on here. Um... It was you fun. I saw Huey Lewis in the news. And the Go-Go's and the Fix and Cool and the Gang. Nice. Where Did you actually build the DeLorean? Because you walked <laughs> in with a Crystal Pepsi and you've been hanging out with Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, no. My secret's out. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you're to tell me you're drinking Tab constantly. No comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they... Uh, it was good. They played all the hits. Did um, they do an acapella song? Oh, you they mean that acapella. one song? They nice. didn't do, like, 60 Minute Man. They did mm-hmm. some, like, uh, one that I haven't heard them do before and then... Um, one that was, I think, off their Soulsville album. So See, I love Naturally, yeah, because uh, that's an acapella song they do. It's that. funny. Uh, Huey's like really good at crowd work because at one point he was like, um, "All right, so I just want you know, um, I know you're all here to hear our deepest cuts. Uh, <laughs> you know what?" You only want to hear the new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna just play sports. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, last I think the last time they were in town, that was the concert was they played all the sports album. Oh, for their like 35th anniversary or something. <laughs> that, that is yeah. one of my most favorite jokes ever on Futurama is when they go and find Fry's safe in New York and they open it up and Leela says, wow, everything's aged so well. And Mary says, yeah, everything but Huey Lewis is sports. And they show the actual <laughs> graphic of the album. Yeah. <laughs> so that means Huey Lewis is like, that's funny. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and they did a three-song encore. <laughs> when the Power of Love came up... <laughs> You know, there's that whole, like, every concert you've been to, they mm-hmm. leave, you clap, they come mm-hmm. back out, yeah. and he comes out, he's like, uh, yeah, so um, I guess we'll start playing some uh, other new stuff. Uh, well, except for this one, um, the only mistake we made is, you know, when we wrote it, we didn't think we'd play it every night for the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. I bought a ticket to that, but I had to work. Aww. I was, it was, like, packed. Uh, I think it's sold out, and yeah. people are saying, like, oh, I paid, like, $80 to get in here. Really? Wow. I paid 15 so. Yeah, like... I bought a lawn seat, so I mean... Wow. Huh. Yeah, it was lawn. I, I yeah. should have, like, hocked that ticket on Ticket Stub or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I had actually got the assigned seat, because the lawn's kind of... It's for a guy who's trying to do photography. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I 
didn't get a chance to do some great stuff. So you got a lot of sun. Well, that was today. But oh, okay. <laughs> you look yeah. very handsome. I started and tan. yesterday. Thank yeah. you. It, if it wasn't so dark in here, it'd probably be like blood, blood red, violent. Looking, <laughs> like, if blood I were, co- I feel I like my face is burning yeah. off. It yeah. looks like yeah, it, it is. Does, yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. Don't shave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. So we also talk about movies, and this is what's happening in the world of movies. We call this section. Around the Town with Bradley Haig. <laughs> we don't call it that. <laughs> I, I just tried to throw... Uh, I, I was doing a Huey Lewis bit there. I, I stole Brad's Huey Lewis thing. It landed really well. I know. I, I can hear well, the, I can the, hear the cheers. Yeah. With the, the audience all loved it. You know so. it would be awesome if all six we did edit a laugh track into our podcast <laughs> at one time? <laughs> That'd be funny. Mm. Mm. We should time this week. That. Yeah. Make that happen. Sweet. Uh, okay, so at the drive-in, they've changed it up. It's now Pets, The Secret Life of Pets, Suicide Squad, and War Dogs. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. And then uh, at the Esquire, it's another reprisal of The Room and Rocky Horror. Picture show weekend, so yep, that old cool. stable. And then uh, the Toxic Avengers still playing at the Bug until like September fifth, I think. So uh, check that out. I'm gonna try and see it myself. Cool. And uh, I think that's it. I think I got them all. Sweet. We like to see movies at the Alamo Draft House. This is what's playing at the Alamo Draft House next week. Not Kubo. Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Christopher Mintz-Bloss. I'm Lone Star. Welcome to the Alamo Draft House. No, but I the Denver's so Actors Fund is showing The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you go to that, it helps uh, actors from Denver that are going on hard times. So you also get to see a great movie and, you know, support local talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. The Feast is Say Anything with John Cusack. That's the one with the... Boombox. Boombox, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's a good movie. Uh, PBS Kids at the Alamo is Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Never heard of it? Nope. Uh, Stunt Rock. Yeah. I also have no idea. The well-known. <laughs> yeah. uh, Superbad is the movie party. So oh, cool. Yeah, Superbad's a great film. Free outdoor film at Sloan's Lake is School of Rock. Oh, man. Wow. That movie is way better than it has any right to be. It's a that good movie one. is so much fun, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the... Uh, when he says, you know, sing a song about rent and, right. and uh, how he can't pay it. Yeah. And they're also showing Batman the Killing Joke. So yeah. cool. Uh, get in on that. Also, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People starts this week, too, if you guys want to see that. Oh, it's yeah. finally yeah. at the Alamo. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. And cool. the, uh, they're getting, I don't know when it's coming out, though, but they've got a showing of Kenneth Branagh's Romeo and Juliet, oh, yeah. which stars yeah. Lily James coming up. Um, yeah, I know. That just uh, piqued my interest. I know. Yeah. You didn't care about any of the words until the last two, but yep. uh, I know. <laughs> I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's well, also like the guy who is also in Cinderella, isn't it? It's like, it's like the two leads. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So like oh, the three, never, of the, the three of them honest, were like, let's do this. I'll like, be honest. I, uh, I only looked at one half of the poster. Oh, well then. <laughs> Did you... Uh, and it's the part with Kenneth Branagh's name on it, not Lily James. Come on. Also, next Tuesday is the Star Trek feast. Did you... Oh. I haven't bought tickets yet. <laughs> I looked at them this week. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder if I will be free that night. And, but I, w- I probably will. Because there's still no, no ticket spot. But I'd have to, like, sit on my own because I don't want to sit with you. Like, you're way up in the front. Yeah. I could see you because you're the only person who bought a ticket in the front row. Well, there's someone else in each of the other rows, so 
if you want well, yeah. to oh, sit I can just sit right next to them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to spread out enough so the server there is going to get all pissed off that they have to go to eight rows it's for in, eight it's in, people? It's in theater one. There's only it's like... Like three rows. There's only eight rows and there's five <laughs> yeah. chairs a row. Like it's not, uh, it's not that rough, but... But the theater I like sitting in the front row just because like there's that wall for like the rows that are up. So like if you're sitting like in, you really can't escape. Yeah, you're trapped. So, you have to so that's, why, that's the only reason why. Like, if I'm in that there, I sit in the front row anyway. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Or I could I could get handicap seats. Those are pretty good there. Yeah, those are good. Um, Fuck the mentally handicapped. Not, men, 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 not mentally handicapped. Damn. They can sit wherever they want, sir. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm nice. I never buy those tickets if they're available. I don't either. But that is where I sat for. Um, uh, Take your time, uh, Rocky. Because. If I bought it, the last thing I want is someone like Stephen Hawkins to come in, move out of my chair, and I just feel really weird. It's like the episode of Curb Enthusiasm where he goes to the handicapped bathroom and then he sees the wheels come underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the Alamo, so like he can't buy that chair if you already bought it. True, that's true. Isn't don't they have like a policy where like if it's I think they only do it for like it's like opening weekend, but it's like. If there's I'm, someone sitting there, they will yeah. kick you out. Uh, yeah, so. I'm sure if, yes. if someone who is disabled, yeah. and if right. you're the asshole who argues about yeah. leaving hey. the disabled <laughs> area because someone comes in. I bought no way, this man. ticket on Tuesday, man. <laughs> cool. This is movie news. It's real news. So did you guys see that uh, thing that Sony's doing is awesome. I think they should start doing every movie studio. So they're going to their catalog, and they're called MODs. So there's movies uh, manufactured on demand, Blu-rays. Warner Brothers does that. Yeah, yeah. it's a Warner Brothers archives. Um, so you can go to uh, Sony now, too, and click on movies. The first one's Karate Kid 3 and the oh. next Karate Kid. Do they make oh. it on Blu-ray or DVD? Blu-ray. Oh, so uh, they're going to start doing that with their catalog titles, which nice. I think is what they should do yeah. for collectors like us. Nice. That's Sweet. cool. Yeah. Man. Uh, also, I don't think I don't know if you got it. Uh, production on Mission Impossible Six halted because Tom Cruise wants yep. more money. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I, I guess on the back end deal of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Tom. For most people, I'd be like, "What well, an asshole!" But he's Tom Cruise, so right. like, those films he's really an asshole, rely on. But him. he has a point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. What are you gonna do? Like. You're going to not make a Mission Impossible movie. We'll get, we're not going to get Jeremy Renner to play to be the lead. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, sorry, uh, I just remembered those when you're like, what else is going on in news? And I've got some other stuff. But yeah, that, was, that one was interesting. But at the same time, yeah, like my take on it was, but well, also, okay, is that, is that, somebody give him some money. Is that a true thing? I don't know if it's a rumor right. or not. Right, um, exactly. Um, he'll make them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get made. Like, yeah. yeah. If they were going to pay $100 like, million dollars to Johnny Depp to come back for Pirates of the Caribbean... They'll yeah. pay something <laughs> yeah. to Tom Cruise. So, yeah. when is that movie coming out? They've been making it for I think four in June. years. Well, that one, the I one I was like, referenced, I think they probably paid him more for this for the new one. But he, that was for oh, that was four. four? Yeah. yeah, what that is, is it? Is that coming out next film. May or June? Something like that. It's, some, it's, 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 it's it better next be next summer. Year. So. Yeah, but it has been done for a long time. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's because that's the movie that the guys who made Contiki made after Contiki. Yeah. That's yeah. how long they've been well, making that movie. The last thing I read about it, it's hard because they're shooting it. When you shoot on the ocean, yeah, you know you gotta. Well, you have to move. Yeah, so <laughs> you have to move to the places on the ocean that are safe. <laughs> the production and schedule, the right yeah. color, and I'm sure and... it's super effects heavy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But and I know they spaced out too because uh, Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man took its spot. Oh really? And they moved. I think oh. they moved it to May. That's right. Yeah. It was supposed to come yeah. out in July, and they moved it to May because Spider Man took yeah. its spot. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I, I like Marvel's method. Of, or I mean, 
I guess they're both owned by the same company now, but like, or I guess Sony still. But like, I, I like it whenever Marvel like is like, no, we want that spot, and then they like <laughs> yeah. force someone else to move. Yeah. Like, it's like they're doing it on purpose at yeah, this point. Like, Star Wars did it too. Yeah, uh, we want Christmas. Everybody else move. Um, anyway, there's a seven hundred twenty dollar. Oh, in that triple case. dip of the Lord of the Rings coming out, and it comes you know with its own wooden shelf. Yep. And I want it so bad. <laughs> uh, Even though I have the, the, everything the, the funny thing about that is, yeah, it comes in cool packaging. Yeah. It doesn't come with any new special features. Yeah. No. The only thing... It, okay. And the... And I, the uh, what is it? The... Uh, God. The stand... Like, the, it's, a, it's, it's just the extended editions, and then the regular editions you have to download as HD downloads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the issue to me is that they still haven't gotten the compression good enough to get it onto one disc. So it's still, it's just like the extended edition. It's still split. Mm-hmm. And so if they had them on one disc, if it were that version of Lord of the Rings, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do this. So you're paying like $110 for every movie. Yeah. Right. I know. It's ridiculous. It's like but I said. Brian, it, it comes with its own wooden shelf. It does. It looks nice. It, does, it looks so good. It's like I said, if you really want it, let me know. I'll build you a birdhouse that you can put your stuff in, and you, I'll only charge you $300. That, that, so. that price has to change. There's no way. Oh, yeah. No, it'll change. It's, it'll drop. I like think even lot. like 300 bucks is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Right, because the original trilogy extended edition Blu-ray right, sells right now for like $35 when it's not on sale. Yeah, I think I got it on sale from Amazon for $15. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it a few years ago, and I think I bought it for fifty or forty-five, something like that. But still, um, anyway, um, I just really like this quote. Uh, Joe Carnahan said that uh, "Bad Boys for Life" will show what bad boys uh, or what what becomes of bad boys when they're not boys anymore, which is the stupidest fucking tagline for a movie. So uh, I hope that's on the post. Can I ask you a question though? Is it yeah. "Bad Boys" Colon? the letter for, or is it no. F O R? Well, as of right now, when we don't have an actual title treatment, it is it is the word for. See, the way I see it is bad boys is separated by the four. And the then four boys. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, because it, it doesn't then, make oh, any I'm sense. In, and then basically life is in full block letters the same size as bad boys underneath. Yeah. So it's like bad boys, four in the center, mm-hmm. and then life. See, you're getting it. Oh, hell yeah. Brad? If you, if I need you, to make this happen. You need to make this happen, <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll sell it to Joe Carnahan. I'll the put a you uh, and J, or you and Ryan on the poster. <laughs> oh please! Oh. The A in Bad Boys is the four. Ah <laughs> <gasps> oh, yeah, man. Yep. 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 That's pretty great. Which just make, make all of the letters yep. fours. This makes all the sense because there was never Bad Boys three. So, like, <laughs> so this makes perfect sense. Oh, to that's me. right. Like, yeah, right. Because this is Bad Boys three. Three. Like. Yeah. Why didn't they make... They should have called Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys 2, the... To the streets. To the streets. <laughs> anyway. I guess they were already on the streets, but whatever, so... Right. Well, they... Actually, they, they didn't go to the streets. They... In, rather than streets, Bad they Boys used... Two. They Too used bad. favelas in Cuba for, <laughs> yeah. for roads. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to actual news. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which you brought up a little while ago. Um, there's, like... It's hard to tell what's rumor and what's not rumor, um, but there's a lot of talk that about who some of the casting or who some of the the, the, the cast actually is. Um, the biggest one being that that one lady with the with the name Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. going to be MJ. Yeah. Um, which is only disappointing to me because it's like, oh, you, you brought MJ back. Like, <laughs> that's too bad. You know, but it is, but I also want to hear her say, go get him, Tiger. Sure. You know, 
that's a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. Or and no one she's no she's never said you just hit the jackpot, right? Like in no, none of the movies. She did. Oh, really? not in the movies, no. Right. No, no, I, that's my point. Like if they they could also do that line. One of the greatest reveals in comic book history. There you go. Well, I mean like cuz also like she's playing MJ and people are mad about that for some reason. But like it's also like like even if you look at like some of like the more deeper rumors, it's like that's supposed to be a reveal at the end of the movie. Like it's supposed to be like you don't know her character till the end of the movie. Mm. Like really? she she goes by a different name. Then at the end, it's like, oh, my full name is Mary Jane Watson, and like that's like supposed to be a reveal or something like that. I hope that's not true. That sounds stupid. Yeah, but like I, I doubt that. And yeah. also, it's like it yeah. hasn't been confirmed that this is she's actually playing that character. Right. So yeah, no, this all might be moot. It might be. Um, and the very last thing that I've got is that uh, Marvel is in talks with Hulu. Um, to adapt the Runaways into a TV show for Hulu, which is only disappointing because it's Hulu, and I—I yeah. I mean, I don't want to have to pay for Hulu to get this show. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, also, it's on Blu-ray. I, yeah. I need to go back and reread the Runaways. Ryan, did you ever read it? Uh, I read the Joss Whedon stuff. Oh, okay, I only read the Brian K. Vaughn stuff, and I read it really early on in me getting back into comics or into comics, and it's the only—it's the only Brian K. Vaughn thing that I have put down and gone like, I didn't like that. But I don't. Yeah. I didn't know who he was at the like. I hadn't read why. Like it was one of the first books I picked up. Um, so I need to go back and reread it because I'm sure it's probably better than I remembered. Yeah, I remember it not being them. bad. Yeah, um, this is not going to happen. Still, like it's in the same boat as Damage Control right now, where it's like sure it it might not happen. Still, oh absolutely. I, I mean, Hulu. I I don't know Hulu would be able to throw that much money around to pay for a show of this caliber. But like, it depends on what their what their idea of the scope is, right? That's true. I mean, yeah. If you if you grounded it and made it a Netflix level show where yeah. you know it's it's a lot of like dark shots and people yeah. talking and yeah, like yeah. you know put a lot of work into some practical fight scenes you know which I don't think be cool if there's a giant CG Velociraptor in every shot that might be really expensive yeah um, so it you know it just depends on what they actually build it's weird because it doesn't seem like a it, cause like they they're already putting cloak and dagger on freeform. Which is their other teenage-based thing. So I'm yeah. confused why they don't just throw that on Freeform too and have it be like Freeform is their teenage universe. Uh, because, because I think the, the Cloak and Dagger Freeform thing is more of a... Now, this is apparently... Like, the showrunners for Gossip Girl are tied to this, which yeah. makes me not as excited. Yeah. Uh, because th- The Runaways, while being a book that you could give to kids and they would enjoy, which I guess that's true of a lot of comics, yeah. um, it is, like, a, a little bit darker, and it is... You know, it's about... Um, it's about a, a group of kids who find out that their parents are all supervillains. Yeah. Um, and that they have powers as well. And so, you know. They, yeah. Hilarity they, ensues. They go on adventures, right? Yeah. Um, I don't really know where the adventures go because I put the book down. Yeah. So, um, but, like, Cloak and Dagger, it seems like they're actually going to try and make, like, a a Marvel, what I would call a Marvel version of a CW show. Yeah. Where they're going to try to make, like, this, you know. Yeah. Romancy relief, sort of for yeah. teenagers. How they've like sold it to me at least. Like how I've seen it, yeah. it seems kind of like like a teenage Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing, right? So yeah, um, with the same uh, you know maybe level of quality as a as an Agents of Shield. Yeah. Certainly not the dark Netflix universe. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily know that Runaways fits in there. That's but true, it depends yeah. on what they're trying to build. Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool. I, I mean, we'll see. I want things so. that Brian K. Vaughn writes to get on places like. Yeah. I, even if it is the least favorite of them, yeah, it's maddening to me that nobody else can adapt any of his shit. Yeah, <laughs> but still, um, but, yeah. I mean, I'm all for more, more, more Marvel. So right, yeah, they have yet to fail me. So, well, uh, besides Into the Shield. So 
<laughs> right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about it. I, every time that there's like a quote from like Chloe Bennett where it's like, it seems like Marvel doesn't care about their TV shit. And I'm like, ah, it's just you. It's just <laughs> you, honey. I'm sorry. Like, it's not. They like a lot of their TV stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just that your stuff went downhill fast. It's yeah. not your fault. Um, oh anyway. But yeah, that's yeah. I think that's all the news I've got. Yep. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, James? Oh, do you have something? Well, Silence, but you hate Martin Scorsese, so... Oh, um, yeah, right. Silence is really long, so... Silence is Martin Scorsese's new film is coming out sometime this year that is apparently a passion project for him that, uh, that it was reported to be over three hours long, so... Who's in it? Uh, Liam Neeson, Andrew Garfield, uh... This it's is like the a World War One one, right? Oh, no, it's before that. It's, uh... I, I don't actually know when. It's, the plot line is that uh, Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver are two Mormons and, uh... Liam Neeson oh. is their Morbin dad, not their like higher up person, and they go to Japan to like convert people, and then all the Japanese people are like, "Nah, we're gonna kill you," and so then chaos ensues. So, okay, interesting. So, yeah, the, it's, it's based the, on a book and, and a true story. So, yeah, I actually remember like reading the synopsis a year or so, or so mm-hmm. ago and being like, "Hey, this sounds like maybe a Martin Scorsese movie." I'll yeah. like. Um, I don't, know, I don't know. I mean, like, it's it sounds like it's kind of in line with his Kundun, which is kind of my least favorite of his films. So, we'll yeah. see. But if the characters are likable, yeah, then that would be nice for once. Well, I mean, like, also keep in mind this is the film that Andrew Garfield broke up with Emma. Emma, what's her name with? Because he was so in character that he had to cheat on her. So this is some dog shit. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not okay. Yeah, but that's my uh, latest news that I had. So okay, cool. James. Let's tell the viewers why I'll be poor this week. This is what's coming out on Blu-ray. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Unless you're buying The Huntsman Winter's War, Uh, which is the big release of this week. Uh, Moving on, though, because who gives a shit? Uh, The sixth season of The Walking Dead. You picking that one up? Yep. I I don't know what I'm going to do now that, like, Tradesmart is going out of business, because what I used (laughs) to do is just... By I have I own two and a half seasons of Walking Dead that I've never seen. Mm. Um, I really need to like actually catch up. But I'm actually going to Target to get their exclusive Steel Book because the cover art that is the standard one doesn't fit with the rest of them. Is yeah. it this one where it's like black and then yeah T W D? That's so dumb. The one the Steel Book at uh, Target is like Rick and Michonne standing with like he has a gun and she has a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like a movie poster like the other ones. Sure. Um, if, you're, if you're looking for a new trade smart, you can try Second and Charles up in a like a Rapo Crossing or something. Okay, it's like on Parker. Hmm. It's called Second and Charles. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. a, it's not a street. It's just the right. what's called <laughs> the actual business like, name. Yeah. I don't know where that is. Second and Charles. That sounds really far yeah. north. But they do the same thing, and actually, they have like more uh, like uh, specialty trades. Like people have like they've gotten. Uh, Specific comic book issues, like they take comics. They also do, uh, oh. um, you know, like old machines, old iPhones, old. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you game machines. Like, I thought you meant, meant like you know old backhoes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like uh, I've seen some weird stuff there. Hey, you you yeah. got any backhoes? <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> got it a, in. Looking for a previously owned backhoe. <laughs> do you have an antique popcorn machine? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Speaking of carnivals, Clown is coming out this week, uh, which is Clown. S- some kind of horror uh, movie. Directed by John clown. Watts, who's directing Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're going to check out Clown? Oh, I think I'm going to. Oh, okay. I heard that's really awesome. creepy. Uh, uh, it's a so th- the story behind it is John Watts made a short uh, trailer mm-hmm. and has said 
it was made by Eli Roth, so oh, he didn't okay. put his name on it. And Eli Roth liked it so much that he actually produced it and made it into a movie. Oh, so like, did he put like Eli Roth name as a, like a joke? Yeah, as oh, a okay. joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. huh. Okay. And Eli Roth said, "Hey, that's funny. You should yeah. make that movie." Yeah. Huh. All right. That sounds like the way that Eli Roth usually makes decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank is getting its Blu-ray re- Blu-ray release this week, um, so I guess I'll check that out at, at some point. I, I don't know. It'll probably be on Netflix within I, a couple months. The game was great. The re-release game that went with it was really good. Um, but the, the I, I'm not confident. Uh, the second season of The Strain, which I thought had been out longer, and yeah. I also thought had been canceled, even though I always thought I should check it out. Um, yeah, first season's good. It? Yeah, uh, you saw it? Like vampires season, yeah. look like the vampires from Guillermo del Toro's Blade 2 as well. <laughs> I mean, like, I never that got to the part cool. where, like, they become vampires. To me, they always seem to be, like, more, like, mutant zombies. Mm. But, like, I liked the first, what I saw, and I just kind of fell off, so. Hmm. It looks like, from what I see the trailers when I go to the movies now, because they show them in front of movies occasionally. Yeah. And it looks like it, like, balls have hit the wall. And, like, it's no, it, cause the first, like, couple episodes are all pretty grounded in reality. Sure. And it's pretty interesting, but, I don't know. Huh. I haven't seen the rest of it, so I don't know if season two is good or not. I keep meaning to check it out. Yeah, I just never got around to it, so. Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which is I, what, it's an animated thing, right? No, it's, no, a, it's a CW what is show. It's one of oh, okay. shows, yeah. It's a whole show yep. that ha- has existed prior to now yep. that I didn't know about. Yep. God. Has Robbie How many shows are there on the CW that they have? Uh, four? Yeah. Four now, yeah. Holy shit. So, Arrow, Flash, Legends, and uh, Supergirl. Supergirl, yeah. So. Wow. Um, first season of Lucifer. Neat. All I'm going to say. Uh, the, re- the remake of Roots. And all right, here now we're getting into some meat. Uh, Psycho Four: The Beginning, yeah, uh, which is I the Scream wait. Factory release this week. It, you know, it was made, I believe, for Showtime. It's a uh, direct to cable movie for Showtime, mm. but it's really good. Really, it's really good. Uh, it's I, I don't know why I'm surprised because like I was shocked that Psycho Two was as good as it was. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. The, the the story is is Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates calls into a radio show and kind of explains his uh, origin story. Hmm. And it goes to how he, like, falls in love with his mom, and she gets a new boyfriend, and it kind of pushes him over the edge. And wow. it, there's not too much uh, killing in it. It's more oh. of a psychological thriller. Well, that's cool. Neat. Yeah, you should you should definitely. Uh, I'll let you borrow it because uh, I have it coming. It yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It's actually my favorite Psycho really? sequel. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I mean, I don't know why I'm shocked with that. I've only seen one of them, so like, you should totally see Psycho too. I can definitely. No, say that's that. the one and I've seen. Like should, so oh yeah. oh yeah. wait, you've I was seen with Psycho you. One? No, I mean I. I've, I've, I'm talking about the sequels. You weren't with me for Psycho I wa- 2. I was. Oh, okay. Now I know where our friendship lies. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't remember anyone I see movies with. Yeah. I'm constantly asking people, hey, did you ever see this? And they always say to me, I saw it with you. Yeah. You had never seen Psycho 1? No, you? I'm saying, like, he said, like, of the sequels, that's the best. Oh, oh okay. I've only seen I, that oh, one. Oh, okay. So. I, yeah, I'm Psycho sorry. 3 yeah. kind of goes into Friday the 13th. Yeah, because really? that's where they, like, try to unwrite some of Psycho mm, 2. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I like Psycho 2, so yeah. I don't want them to do that. Uh, Narco Season 1, which is the Netflix show, so if you don't have Netflix and wanted to check that out. Uh, Midnight Run is getting a Shout Select release this week, uh, which is pretty neat. Um, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's a good one. But I remember it being really good. Uh, so that's cool. Wiener Dog, which, that's that movie where the people have that Wiener Dog and pass it around, right? Yep. Okay, great. Any movie about a Wiener Dog. Woody Harrelson's The Duel, uh, with Liam, Liam Hemsworth in it, which is some kind of Western. And uh, 
Is there anything else? Oh, oh, uh, how to plan an orgy in a small town. Henry, tell me about how to plan an orgy in a small town. You've it's seen a, this It's movie. a shitty comedy. Oh. Independent comedy. It's not worth your time. Okay, never mind. So the small town, and they're like, and it's like this group of young people, and they're like, hey, maybe we should have an orgy. And they're like, maybe we should. And, <laughs> and wacky chaos ensues. Henry, I'm going to ask you a very serious question. Yeah. Is it porny? No, it's not at all. It's okay. super unfunny, and it's like quirky comedy, so Ryan would absolutely hate it. But uh, Okay. It doesn't have real actors in it? Who's in it? I already closed the thing. I don't know. They're, it's real, like, indie it, oh, okay. people. Right. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's some kind of, like, improv troupe. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So. Uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, the complete first season. Ryan? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Are you going to get the metal pack version? Or no, the... I'm getting the standard Ew. one. Uh, it's too bad that they got a... It, it, it's a metal pack. It's not a steelbook. It's a metal pack, but it's a chainsaw, so... Oh, what? All right, now I'm back in. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. I saw the pictures of it. I still... I like the actual standard Chase. one more. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a really cool cover. Uh, Chandu the Magician, uh, which I'm only bringing up because it has it stars Bella Lugosi uh, and Edmund Lowe, and it's a silly looking cover. So there you go. Uh, and Leslie Nielsen's City on Fire, which has a pretty badass looking cover as well. Uh, so go check those out if you have any idea what the hell those movies are. And that's what's coming out this week. Are you and sure? That's why Kellen will be eating. Yeah. This why week. did I miss something? You totally missed something. What? The Nice Guys is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. Oh, wow. Where? What? It oh, is? See it, it is. on there. I definitely did not see that on here. I would have freaked out. I'm Make sure gonna, it's not I'm like click, a digital release. I'm going like to click for next, this week. Week and next week. Yeah, it might be the digital release. No, 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 no. I'll show you guys because you guys need it. I definitely need it. You guys need, you need this in your life. Hang on. One second. It is nowhere in the next few weeks on digital bits. Well, assuming that it would be near the top because yeah, I'm, only, digital, I'm only scrolling around the top couple uh, of pages. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. I think it's already out on digital, so. Um, yeah, just so you guys know, um, my Blu-ray copy of The Nice Guys is on the way. Oh, wow. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Was that like last week? When you digital bits. How can you let us down like this? Oh, man. Of course, it's my, it's my fault for not pre-ordering it like three months ago. See, but. yeah, you guys, <laughs> you need to pre-order them when you see the movie and you really like it like I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, give me a second, guys. I gotta take care of something. James is live purchasing a Blu-ray. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's click, not letting click. me do the one-click, click, click. the one-click purchase. There we go. All right, it's all gone. All right, uh, man, you're gonna look stupid when there's a cool Steelbook edition. I'll buy that too. You don't understand. Just wait till it comes out in a wooden box. Then you won't right. even be able to stand it. <laughs> this isn't this isn't Warcraft where I'm like, well, maybe I'll only buy it once. No, no. I'm okay. That's a movie that um, should come like packaged. You know, like I think the Northern Exposure had this the stuffed jackets. <gasps> this should be like a shag carpet. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just gonna go to a carpet store and get carpet samples yeah. and make my own. Make own <laughs> I yeah. want it, no, I want it to be wearing a, a very small like Blu-ray size version of of a Ryan Reynolds. Suit? No, no, Ryan Reynolds' little shirt. Ryan He's Reynolds. Got, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, the Ryan famous Gosling actor shirt. in this movie. No, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Ryan Gosling's like wispy 50s shirt yeah yeah that's what it should be wearing you call yourself a real nerd you just unbutton it and watch the movie i don't know why i just decided that i want that to be i i want to have to undo ryan brian gosling's shirt in order to watch that movie you're the worst Freudian in the world. slip in the world <laughs> i'm just picturing james at home like showing sewing a tiny little shirt together and then like <laughs> folding it over his blu-ray copy 
Like, like he's sending his kid off to the first day of school. Yeah. This one's uh, this one's a little bit too big in the in the stomach. Uh, I'm gonna have to take this in. Anyway, that's actually everything that's coming out on Blu-ray. I'm yeah. I'm shocked. I know. I'm, I'm really a, disappointed. I'm Turn in your real nerds card. Hey, uh, it wasn't on the thing, man. Um. Oh. So it's a second party website that's fault. Yes. I, you know, I, sometimes victim. I get my information from Amazon, who actually is in charge of dates. Yeah, but I'm trying but not. But Digital Bits gets their information from Amazon. Here, here's the thing, what Ryan. happened? I'm trying really hard to not spend as much time just looking at shit on Amazon See, right that's, now. That's <laughs> your mistake, James. That's your mistake. I literally used to, like, um, like, between services on Sunday morning, I would just, like, pop open the app. I'd go to the re- recommended thing and be like, yeah, I want that, and I want that, and I want that. It was gross. See, when you're <laughs> out on your job and you don't get phone calls, yeah. and you're just waiting for something, you're on Amazon. You go from Amazon recommends to recommends, and then you find stuff. There you go, showing off you have a job again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is the stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Henry, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I watched Tokyo Tribe, which is my latest art house asshole, so go read that review. Um, basically, if you want a summary, it's a hip-hop musical from Japan, um, about this gang warfare. It's based on an anime, which makes a lot of sense. It's live action. Sure. Um, but it's, it's crazy. It's, like... This, the production, the production design for this film, the costume design, is way better than it should be for what the film is about. Like it's like the sets are fantastic. Like all, there's like a million characters in it that you don't know the names of, uh, but you can read my review and just kind of see if you want to see if you want to see it or not. I give it four out of five stars. Cool. So if you want to be more in depth, go look at that. Where where did you see it? Uh, it's on Netflix right now. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. Um, Tell us about the part with the dicks. Oh yeah. Um have you seen the film or wow. No, but I read a little bit of your oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like uh basically Brad's calm down about dicks. <laughs> Are it's... the dicks wearing a, a wispy little fifty shirt? <laughs> well this is kind of the biggest downfall of the entire film. Cause like this is a big musical, like hip hop musical that's tough and like gory about like gang warfare. And then in the end it's reveal it's something hilarious. I'm yeah, the thing in my head right now, but yeah, go sorry, go ahead. Um but like it kind of undermines the rest of the film, but like it's revealed at the end that the main bad guy is only a bad person because he has a small penis, and like the end battle, like that's like, why Ryan gets angry. Yeah, it's, um, but like the end battle, like like ten guys have their pants pulled down. And he's like, "Your dick is bigger than mine, and your dick is bigger than mine. I will kill all of you." And so, wow. And then like the Asian final penis, scene. so small. Yeah. That's t- that's racist. That's that's awful. And then, Holy like, shit! But, I like, wanted to squint my eyes to see it. <laughs> but at the same time, like, like the rest of the film is so ridiculous <laughs> that like this isn't that much sillier than it. But like sure. it's still super silly. Yeah. So what you were the reason I was laughing was because in my head you were gonna say that like it's this rough gang movie where people are killing each other and then like all of a sudden. Like, they all, like, take their pants off and dance in a circle, like, from the Italian yeah. Stallion, like, for five minutes. I didn't minutes. say they didn't do that. Okay. All right. Um, Sounds like an episode of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that has happened at South Park. Um, really? Yep, that's why I quoted. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, did I, have I ever explained on the show why I started Art House Asshole? No. No. Oh. Well, I figured you just wanted some pretentious attention. asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's those I keep seeing these movies and someone needs to love me. Well, that's, that's one part of it. But the reason, real reason why I started is so I can keep doing stuff with Real Nerds while I'm in New York. Because I found out, like, Aww. the four theaters that are, like, 
when they do like really st- small distribution for like those weird films. Yeah. The four theaters to go to, my school is like a block away from one of them. Nice. Oh, cool. So I thought like I can just one week I'll just go there and see the films that no one else can see. I'll do my review. So that's kind of the goal of what I'm doing here. So very cool. You'll, be a, you'll see a lot of like, uh, like those festival films yeah. before we get to like. Yeah. We'll That's probably cool. never even get to see him. Yeah, so, so. or maybe we'll see them. I'll see them like months before you guys. So. Yeah. so your mission should be when you do that to then like call in and do like a like a thirty second. Hey, go read yeah. my article. Here's a quick like rundown yeah. of the movie. Well, yeah, that's that awesome. that my plan. So. Yeah, man. Cool. So, yeah. Yay. Oh, when we'll are you use that number? Can again. you leave sooner? Friday. I'm excited about this. Friday. Now. So all right. Well, um, get going. But yeah, I watched. Then I also watched Bikini Car Wash. Um, or, <laughs> I've seen that. Sorry, the the that's Bikini Car Wash company. I've seen that one. Yeah. I saw it just kind of was like... Was it on Amazon Prime? No, I just saw it like on like YouTube. Oh, I saw <laughs> it like a year there. ago on Amazon Prime because uh, I forget the description, but it made me laugh. Yeah, well, is like... It, <laughs> is it one of those like 50s like beach blanket bingo kind of movies? No, it's like from like the 80s. Yeah, oh, it's like that's... super hardcore 80s like... Sex comedy. Sex comedy. Oh. Like, like, if I go... I'll break down the film plot, essentially. <laughs> so basically, there's these girls and they're like, we need some money. How are we going to do it? They're like, I know. We'll do a bikini car wash. So they get their pinkies on and start doing car washes. Is it to save like their uncle's car wash or it's something? So, it's something stupid like that. <laughs> but like, and they're like, we're not doing good, doing good enough. What should we do, ladies? How about we take our tops off? And so then they do that. That doesn't <laughs> sound like it would clean my Go car Go listen to well. episode 115 and I talk about it. Oh, really? You actually know what episode no. it is? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do talk about it on an episode A bunch of people just turned off this episode and changed episodes. <laughs> and then and after that, the cops confused. come to them and they're like, hey, ladies, you can't be... D- d- washing cars without your tops on. They're like, oh, yeah? What if we take our bottoms off, too? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, oh, you rascals! And then the film ends. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I watched that, too. And uh, then I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, and then on a more serious note, I watched Fanny and Alexander, which is not as exciting. What is Fanny? Fanny and Alexander also sounds kind of sexual. It's not. It's about children. Um, okay, it's not, a Ingmar Bergman good. film. One of his more oh. late, it was like an eighties when he made it. Sure, um, it's like it's known as. I started watching it not knowing this, but it's one of the longest films ever made. It's five hours long. <laughs> oh my! Um, did basi- you did you watch the whole thing straight? No, I you... found out. Like, I watched like the three hour version, but sure. uh, basically it's about these like two kids. You could have just called it Alexander. Fanny's not that big of a character. She's kind of an attention hog. Okay. Um, basically. Those but, two kids are living for, with their parents, and the mom's like, I love you, husband! And the husband's like, I love you, wife! And everything's super great, and the husband dies, and they're all sad. And then she's like, now I'm going to marry this bishop. And so this bishop comes over, and like he's a, he's a horrible person, and ruins their lives. And yeah, that's the film. Who's Fanny? Fanny's the sister. Oh. Alexander's the brother. It's really an Alexander showcase. Fanny's okay. not that big of a character. All right, sure. So. Okay, fair. But yeah, those are the main things I've watched this week. So Cool. James? Um, I watched, what did I watch this week? Man. Um, I watched the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, Still book. It's nice. Yeah. Did you see the Alamos doing a trilogy? No. Screening of that? Like when at the end that? of September? Oh, wow. oh, man. Ooh, Temple of Doom in the theaters. On I've never Sunday. Seen I've never Doom. seen Temple of Doom. I've never seen Last Crusade. Really? Yeah. I only ever have seen. I think Raiders. I've seen it midnight at the Esquire. Yeah. Last Crusade. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen it there. I've seen it at the Continental and I've seen Raiders at the Alamo. Um, but, oh, man. All three back-to-back. Yeah, that's cool. On a Sunday. I'm going to have to check that out. Are they conveniently leaving out the fourth one? Yes. What? <laughs> or is it like, are they going to show it like, on a different day, or is it just like, no, nah, it's not there. So. It's just not there. All right. Yeah, it's the, it's the trilogy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. 
Um, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always forget that there's a fourth one. Right. I mean, like, I understand I like, like, talk about it. they do like the trilogy, then like the next day. Okay, I'm going to watch that one, this week. I haven't seen that in a long time. The fourth yeah. one? Yeah. It's I watched not that it. bad. I don't like it either. I'm, like, a, I'm a, a consummate defender of it. There's just a lot of shit I don't like about it. Like, and if I ever get to talk to Steven, I'll be like, dude, really? I mean, like, my dad's that, a... That's, that's the only question. The only question <laughs> will be, Indiana Jones 4. Really? It happened. Like, yeah. My dad's, like, a huge Indiana Jones fan, and we saw it in theaters because he was super excited for it. Well, of course you did. And uh, he, like, said, like, yeah, if you're not, like, a huge Indiana Jones fan, you might not like it as much, but he still ha- enjoyed it, so... Yeah, right. Uh, there's a, all of the ideas of that movie I love. Yeah. I don't like the fact that Steven Spielberg told us, like, I'm going to shoot it all practically, and then yeah. he didn't. Yeah. And that made me sad. Maybe that's how my dad liked it because he doesn't care about movie news. So sure, he just cares about movies. Well, it's the, the movie is is broken and doesn't look as good when it's hey, not buddy. when it's all in CG that doesn't look great. Yeah. And I'm not seeing since it was in theaters. So. Oh my god! There's also that terrible joke about it, it falls three times. Three times it falls. Yeah. God damn it! I don't want this anyway. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I watched uh, the Amazon pilot episode for Jean Claude Van Johnson. Oh, we got to team up on this one. I know. I, I specifically said, like, hey, if Brett doesn't get here in time, make sure we do this last. So everyone uh, needs to drop what they're doing, go to Amazon <laughs> Studios. Yeah, this thing is yeah. shit. And vote their pilot so that we, I can get some more. Yeah. Really? No, you think it's shit? No, I, I just wanted to give you a hard time. No, no it's actually, it, it's pretty cool. It's, it's amazing. It's like this meta comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like what Jean-Claude Van Damme's damn fan was trying to do, but yeah. yes, way better. Okay, so as somebody who, like appreciates Jean-Claude Van Damme but isn't like oh my god Jean-Claude Van Damme I watch this thing and I'm like oh this is like very tongue-in-cheek and funny and there's some there's some really awesome moments there's some really cool like fight scenes um but I end up walking away being like oh yeah I would watch this but it's not like I understand why you would watch this and be like oh shit yeah um and I was excited to watch it just because I'm like oh Brad's gonna really love this uh and it is they they did a very solid job and I haven't watched the other ones yet. Um, I'm not even sure I will because none of them actually look good to me from the trailers. Um, I fell asleep watching The Tick. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn that on. I wouldn't waste my time. Like that costume so makes me angry that I wouldn't waste my time watching it. Um, but unless somebody told me like, oh no, it's brilliant. Like the that. Arthur stuff's really good. It's just The Tick stands out like a sort of thumb. Yeah. 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 Um, not that Pierce Ser- like Pierce Seraphin would do it. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. The guy who's playing the tick. Yeah, the guy's playing the tick. I think he does a decent job, but yeah, the costume is just so yeah. unusual. Yeah. So the story of Jean Claude Van Johnson yeah. is that uh, Jean Claude Van Damme plays himself in a in a JCVD style way. Uh, he is retired. Um, like, from but acting. Like, from well, and he's no, he's he's completely retired. Yep. Um, and then as the movie, well, Nicholas Cage the show retired. Goes, yeah, not Nicholas Cage <laughs> retired. He's really retired, um, which was a good little running joke. <laughs> Um, and here's your food, food, he, uh, he's clearly like, he's broken up with his girlfriend and, uh, and so he's, he's sad and he finds out that she's going to do this job. Where is it? Belgium? Bel, uh, Bulgaria, Bulgaria. And he's like, okay, it's like, I'm, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go work again. So he goes to his, his agent and is like, Hey, I, I want to get back into the business. Um, and she's like, well, you know, like you haven't, you haven't acted in a while, but there's, we can find some roles, and you know, we just have to be careful because, like, we'll have to get you stunt doubles and stuff like that because you can't do all your own stunts anymore. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't want Jean Claude Van Damme to come back. I want to bring back Johnson. And what you find out is that Jean Claude Van Damme, his entire career was him going around making movies in different parts of the world as 
a cover for him like being some kind of crazy black ops assassin dude in that country. Um, Van Damme, <laughs> I can't send you back in the field. People will die. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody's going to die except, except for the, the people, people who sent me to kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, ooh, no, don't automatically restart. That's a terrible idea, laptop. Um, so, and, and then uh, he, yeah. Then he dresses up in a disguise with uh, a fake beard and mustache, and then he infiltrates the enemy base, and they're all like, hey, what's up, Philippe? And he doesn't understand why. <laughs> no one's just taking him out. That's so good. And then he goes in this room, and he meets Philippe, who's, like, it's, a guy look, who looks exactly like him. It's Van Damme in the same outfit, but, like, standing on the other side of the camera. And he has this <laughs> right. weird, like, high-pitched American oh, accent. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds totally different. And then they argue about which is better, Looper or Time Cop. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's also wrong. Looper's definitely better than Top Cup. Well, anyway. He snaps that guy's neck because like of it. three shows they, do, <laughs> they did for their pilot season. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think exactly. it's the best of the three they did. Oh, oh yeah. you've, you've watched all three of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, you, you were able to stay awake through The Tick on, like, Bread? The Tick is, like, second best. The, the, I can't remember. I didn't watch the I, I Love Dick. Dick. Yeah. That. Has Kevin Bacon Whoa, in it. Whoa, say that at the same time, guys. I mean, I, re- <laughs> I Love Dick wrapped it in I really like Kevin Bacon, but I just choose better things, man. Um, and so, but I feel like it's weird because I think didn't they say they're only going to choose one of them to go forward? Yeah, and I feel like the tick is like it already has like a fan base to it, so like without like even watching them, they're win. going to vote yeah. for it. So uh, I don't know. So does Jean Claude Van Damme, and this show yeah. is good. You, well, you, I, th- I think the problem is that like people who are going to vote for it are people that don't watch them. Like it's going to be people that like are fans of the tick and just want a tick thing, so they're going to like I guess flux tick votes. Well, so the question, the, the variable there is whether or not Tick fans watch it and go, this isn't my Tick. That's true. They, right? like, yeah. Is there a lot of Tick that. fans? I mean, I don't there, know. There are some. My, I have a cousin who collects the Tick. And she really? still has like every Tick issue. Um, okay, and, so and that's keeps... one out of a thousand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'm just saying they do exist. Mm. Um, I mean, I think the John Claude Van Johnson is a lot smarter than... Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, it was fun. So. It also looks like it would be relatively cheap to produce. Yeah. Um, because even though there's some really cool stuff in there, it's like, hey, we got like 16 crew members, 16 cast members, and two, two like one soundstage with two sets. Yeah. Um, I love that the movie they're making in Bulgaria is a lot like an updated version of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, where, <laughs> but Tom Sawyer is a woman, like a hot woman, and he's Huckleberry Finn, and he has yeah. to fight her dad. <laughs> and then like the... When the scene ends, like all the overproduced, uh, washed out, awesome looking footage, like they pan up from the studio monitors, and it's just like a green screen <laughs> and then a trailer uh, in in the real world. Uh, so smart. Well, and we we left out the fact that like he's when he's on set, when he's pretending to be an actor and he's <laughs> on set playing this role, like the director gets pissed off at him because like all the fight sequences are modern fight scenes, and he's like. None of this, none of these action, this action choreography makes any sense to me. Yeah, it may have worked like, in the well, '80s. You don't understand, like all of that hardcore shit back in the '80s, like that doesn't play anymore. <laughs> like, uh, you know, so it's 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 pretty creative and fun, and and I and definitely worth checking out. And we're Jim, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so terrible. Ugh, like he said it, and it took me a little while to figure out, like, why? Why is that? Oh, okay. And there's a subtle gag where he's like opening his kitchen for the pop tarts, and it's just a wall of the same strawberry pop tart boxes. Yeah. And he reaches up and he quickly just like almost grabs one box, but just moves one box over. Like, the same like flavor. he reconsidered his decision like at the last second. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like great touches like that. Yeah. So it's, good. It's, it's pretty good. 
Um, so yeah, I think there's some other stuff that I watched throughout the week. I rewatched um, Exodus: Gods and Kings. Um, why? Oh, because well, so I'll tell you why. So I was listening to this week's um, Gods of Egypt. <laughs> yes, I was listening to the Gods of, the Gods of Egypt episode yeah. of How Did This Get Made, and they watched Gods of Egypt because uh, Jason Jason Manzukis had said like, oh, we should watch. He wanted to, he meant Exodus: Gods and Kings, and he only meant it because of the whitewashing of that movie. Yeah, like he'd never seen it before. He just like he makes a comment early on about like how everyone in the movie is white. Yeah, and he's like, well, but this one's just as bad because everybody in Gods in, uh, in Gods of Egypt is is white. Um, but Exodus Gods and Kings is still a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, that movie is really interesting and tells versions of the Moses story that aren't in like your last, you know, 10 commandments or any of that, right? Like there's some really cool scenes in there and on my TV, like some of the CG, well, all of the CG looks way better at home. Um, I, I remember the crocodiles looking not good in theaters. Yeah. Uh, and then watching it at home, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just some really cool, fun stuff in that movie. that And, and just some really good acting and some good moments. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that movie. All right. Yeah, um, that's fair. So, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's everything of note yeah. that, I, that I saw, other than the movies we, we watched. Brad? Well, James took my Jean-Claude Van Damme, or Jean-Claude Van Johnson, so... Oh. Uh, the last thing I watched was uh, Henry Jarvis's film, Notes oh, of a Depressant. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hate it? I didn't hate it, actually. Yeah. Um, it was depressing. I think you know what the faults are already, yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. but I'll say them anyway. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the script is actually really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed I kind of knew where it was going because yeah, yeah. uh, a lot of the stories go that way. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the story of these two guys who are suicidal and they decide when they're forced together for this like school program, like mm-hmm. they have to watch each other's backs. Yeah. Um, the, they decide to spend their time writing their own personal accounts of what it's like to be suicidal um, and dealing with it. And so uh, your character is obviously like the Randall yeah. of clerks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you acted that character very well. That's obviously uh, you gave yourself the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, writer director. <laughs> So your character is like the most engaging to watch, yeah. Um, and like you, I really felt like you were, like your performance was honest. Like you were yeah. really uh, that character. Um, but obviously, it's it's this the writing is so good, and it's unfortunate the sound is so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So a lot of stuff that are, would normally land really well um, doesn't land. And the dialogue doesn't land yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. So I, I was at work constantly like up and down with the volume and yeah. stuff, trying to rewatch and capture some things, yeah. but. Um, yeah, no, like the, the characters had a really good rapport. I like the arc of the story. Um, the part on the deck where they're talking back and forth. Yeah. Also, like some of the shots. Yeah. The cinematography is a little, yeah. uh, needs some work. Um, yeah. but that little stretch was a little like, yeah, it was more like, variety. Yeah. It was like, cause I was like editing and I was like, oh, this is like a 14 minute long scene of just talking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, and it's really just one shot too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like three shots. Like you have a wide and then you have yeah. like one for each close up. And the, yeah. Even though you, they're all close ups, sometimes you have like, like even in the in the garage scenes, yeah. you suddenly just have like this slightly off, yeah, from like from the previous angle, yeah. Like you came back a different day, maybe or something. Well, like what we did was like we shot it like page by page, mm-hmm. so we would do like his close up, my close up, next page, and we'd have to re put the camera somewhere, yeah. So it would be in a different location, so or gotcha. like be like thirteen inches away, so so yeah. But uh, yeah. Otherwise, like I I thought the writing of the story was like really strong. So oh, thank you. Like that was like yeah, I was like. So like that, like I made the entire film by myself. Yeah, like, it was like I was the only crew. So it was like 
I had to do with the best of what I had. So yeah, it was like I, I figured. Yeah, it's like and it was just like you have very little to work with. I was like, I hope the sound's gonna sound good because I can't listen to it right now. So <laughs> yeah, oh, so it was also like that was like when I was learning how to use my equipment still. Like the most recent short I made, like I finally was like, oh, so that's how I use my camera. And I, <laughs> I wish I could figure out how to do that before I made my feature. Yeah. So yeah, you know, just gotta keep making films. Yeah. That's so. I've been I put doing them on like years. a folder for uh, like pre-film school stuff. So hopefully the stuff I'm making film school. So one day you can delete it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And of oh. course, featuring me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> there's a uh, one of the shots. I think there's something on the lens actually. Yeah, we actually yeah. noticed that when we were shooting, it and I got off in between takes. Yeah. So. Um, oh, but yeah, this guy can't act his way out of a paper bag. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad someone actually watched it. So, <laughs> where, where, yeah, where, what? Where can people find it? Henry? So, my yeah. YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's if you free. Google like "notes of a depressant," it comes. It comes up. So, cool. um, if it if it doesn't come up, you'll get the trailer definitely, and it's on the same channel. So. Sure. So yeah, yeah, it's like an hour and twenty. Yeah. Or so. people can go see our Facebook page, and we'll post it there at yeah. some point this week. I think you post it. Wasn't there already? So probably. Yeah. Yeah, I posted uh, on the real nice page a couple yeah. of okay, days cool. ago. Yeah. So cool, cool. reblogged it. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn Facebook not Good job. showing me. Thank what you. I want. For, Keep it up. Yeah. Hopefully I can make could do better next time. So yeah. yeah, well, in film school you should have yeah. other people yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> helping like, you out. I was just gonna go like, yeah, you should really go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cool. That's awesome, Brad. Yeah. yeah Way I didn't shit all over a guest. <laughs> 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 I uh I don't watch too much this week. I, I watched MacGruber because my kid pulled it off the shelf and he said he wanted to watch it. Um <laughs> He just grabbed a movie and said yeah. movie. Uh, it's still really funny. I don't know why people don't get that movie, but I get it, and I think it's amazing. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I still, like, I always laugh out loud at the part where, um, so MacGruber's not going to come and help him, but he eventually, obviously eventually does, and he walks through the door, and um, Powers Booth says, MacGruber, thank God. Your God can't help you, but I can. <laughs> and then he looks to his left for a beat, and then he goes... The scene continues. It's really bizarre, but it's really funny because it's... I don't know. I think it's a really funny movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a montage at the beginning where the song is, they made a fucking movie, MacGruber. They just say over and over again. <laughs> and uh, there's a headline that says, MacGruber foils terrorist pot, plot, 200 killed in the process. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny. It's, uh, I can't believe that movie's like almost 10 years old. Then. I know. Yeah. I, I took my wife to that. As one of our first dates, I took her to see it in the theater. And she, and she hated it. it. <laughs> oh uh, to this day, my wife still hates spoofs. Really? I, 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 I love Angie Tribeca. That's the show with Rashida Jones. Because it's just like Naked Gun and Police Squad. Yeah. And my wife thinks it's the stupidest thing she's <laughs> ever seen. I think it's funny. I really like that show, yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that one of my parents' first dates was The Jerk? Was it? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, my mom didn't love it. But my, uh, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's just so many little funny jokes in that. Uh, uh, when Val Kilmer plays a bad guy throughout the whole movie, MacGruber tells him he's going to cut off his dick mm-hmm. and shove it down his throat, and so he chokes on it and dies. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the end of the movie, um, you think Val Kilmer dies in like this nuclear weapon that's going to fire, and he just gets yeah. caught in like the afterburner, so he yeah. catches on fire. But he shows up at the end and. Uh, MacGruber pulls down his pants and he cut off his own dick. <laughs> so he's like, ah, I don't have a dick. So then MacGruber shoots him with a, uh, knocks him off a cliff, 
then he gets thrown a machine gun and he starts shooting him <laughs> as he's falling down the cliff. And then uh, when he finally hits and splats and he starts pissing on him, it's funny. <laughs> and the whole, like, the car, like, yep. rec- where he's like, what's that last split number? Like, he has the, he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's written all the notebook like, full of <laughs> fours. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, Ryan Felipe is pretty funny in it because he plays a straight man. Yeah. Uh, there's a part where they're ambushed at his house, and McGruber uses them as a human body shield. <laughs> yeah. And he throws them on the top of his car. And Kristen Wiggs character's like, oh my God, he's dead. He's like, is he dead? He's like, of course he's dead. He's been shot like 400 times. And then he like wakes up. He's like, wow, McGruber, how'd you know I had a bulletproof vest on? You had a fucking bulletproof vest on? I mean, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's more that Will Forte doesn't get more roles. I think he's a really good. Oh comic yeah, he's actor, awesome. So. And uh, you know, I was reading when I was reading the credits, I didn't know this before, but the Lonely Island guys helped write that movie and stuff. So yeah. it's, it's ah, it's it doesn't surprise dorky. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still love it. I I can, I'll, I've I don't know how many times I've seen it. I can always turn it in and put it in and watch yeah. it. Uh, and the last thing I watched is I uh, watched Goosebumps today. I, I I got it to sit down and watch with my little boy, but he could give two rats asses about it. So. Yeah. Uh, it surprisingly, it's actually really fun. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Neat. Uh, the only thing I I will say is I don't like that they uh, pussied the ending. Yeah. Um, because uh, I don't know if I should spoil the movie. Yes. But anyways, uh, so uh, I forget the kid's name, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's like a teenage heartthrob who my niece thinks is really. Oh, cute. is he the guy who looks like a foot from Hunger Games? No. Oh, okay. He's, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like, I, he pops every once in a while yeah, on like, these kinds uh, of films. So. He's a good actor, though. Yeah, he, he's um, fine. Just call him Footface. Yeah. yeah, so anyways, him, him, and his wife, uh, him and his wife, him and his mother, Amy Adams, move next door to R.L. Stein, And it turns out R.L. Stein, through his imagination, created all these monsters because he got bullied in school. And so his books are based on bullies that bullied him in school. And Like an army of gnomes? Yeah. It's just his outlet. Is yeah. what oh, it is. oh, okay. I thought you meant like like that. No, no in school, in school, he got bullied by a lot of tiny people, and, he, <laughs> and then they they turned into tiny people in his book. And uh, Arl Stein has a daughter named Hannah, and uh, you find out, I don't know, about three quarters of the movie that she's actually part of his imagination too. What? And they have this. Him and that kid have this great scene where he says, "You don't know what it's like to write all these books and be lonely." He says, "I'm I'm constantly alone." And the kid says, no, I, I understand because my dad died and I'm always missing him. And I tell everybody I don't. And then the movie just ends. You'd, th- if it was, you know, a cool ending, it would be. That's right. You know, the ending that I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've, you've got this great emotional beat mm-hmm. and you've, everyone's learned a lesson. And then yeah. you roll credits and everybody goes home happy. Yeah, except the movie continues and R.L. Stein. With a, with a funeral for the missing girl. Oh, you'd hope so. Okay. But no, it, concludes with R.L. Stein becoming his English teacher and uh, and he says there's three important parts of a story the beginning the middle and the twist that's my Jack Black and uh, so those aren't the three important parts of a story anyways so the kid leaves Zach leaves the classroom and there's Hannah R.L. Stein wrote one more book with Hannah in it and then he burned the book so she'll always be a part of his life Shouldn't she like, like burst into flames in the real world? No, because if like... you destroy the book, that's how all those monsters got loose from Slappy, who's also oh. voiced by Jack Black. Oh, okay, interesting. Which makes sense from a guy that just said literally three seconds ago the three most important parts of a film are the beginning, the middle, and the twist, not the ending. 
Yes. <laughs> but, you right. know, there was actually a great scene, too, I left out. There's uh, the duality of the parts because yeah. uh, Jack Black voices Slappy, and it's basically the evil version of R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. And they're in this fun house, and Slappy's in these mirrors going all over the place. Is he the one in the trailer that's like the ventriloquist? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. And uh, they have this great scene where they're arguing back and forth. So, I mean, the movie's pretty smart for a little kid's movie. Okay, cool. Until the ending. Yeah. yeah. But the trailers were just terrible. Yeah. Man. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, check it out. Yeah. You had seen it too, Henry? Yeah. I saw it a while ago with, oh, okay. in theaters, and I really liked it too. So. Wow. Okay. Cool. Man. So I'm going to call this portion of the show the James and Henry portion of the show because you guys saw a movie that nobody else saw. Yeah. Ben-Hur. Yeah. No. You're the people who saw it? Actually, my we're parents. The, we're one of the three. I have to see it now because my parents saw it and said it was good. Did they really? Yeah. They they liked it. That, they, they went with another couple who reason, also that, liked it. That adds weight to this I know. movie. I know. They said it's not... I was like, is it? are there a bunch of crazy Russian action scenes? And she's like, no. Why what? would those be in there? And I was like, because it's made by a crazy Russian guy who makes crazy Russian action scenes. She's like, nope. Wow. It's, it's see, a pretty good, slightly version, shorter version of Ben-Hur. I see. I respect your parents, so now that makes me interested. I think part of it may be that uh, if you released Ben-Hur today, it wouldn't do well. Probably. Right? Like, how many yeah. people have gone and how many people have seen the original Ben-Hur? That's true. It's I really haven't. long, and it's got so, Jesus in it. Yeah. Like, nobody sees that. Uh, just be prepared. Paramount's going to contact your parents for the blurb on the front of the uh, DVD. So, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. If you only see ten movies this year, maybe that one. Yeah. You know what's interesting, too, is people are talking about the you know Suicide Squad demise three straight weeks at number one, and it's yeah. made more money than Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like... Civil War didn't have three straight weeks. Like they only yeah, had two, well, so he'll never catch. Civil well, yeah, but, that's, but like, it was at the beginning of. Those <laughs> I'm just saying that like, there was other shit to see. Yeah. People are. And that's what people are going to say. So yeah, you're but, right. You know, so maybe they'll learn their lesson and make a better movie in the yeah. future. No, that's the problem. They won't because they made a lot of money, and all the fans, rather than saying, "Hey, this is shit, make better shit," all the fans are saying, "This is really good." The critics are dumb. Did you see that their new ad with all the praise is all Twitter handles? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I forget what other movie did that. They start putting them on posters, too. Yeah. Anyways, you guys... Uh, yeah, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. So uh, we'll review this in a... Uh, Henry, I, I think we should review this in a non-spoilery way. Okay. Uh, though that is a little tough, because some of the stuff in this movie is, you know... Well, I think we can do yeah, it out. But I think it's so. doable. Um, so, Henry, do you think that uh, people should go see Kubo and the Two Strings? Uh, yeah, I think it was actually really good. And I think it's definitely worth your time. I was worried that it was going to be like, oh, the animation's really good, but I wasn't really a fan of the story, or... Vice yeah. versa. But this is actually, like, probably my favorite anime from the year, so. Yeah. Um, I I need to see it again. Uh, I, I definitely think people should go see it. Um, I My one reservation is, I think the movie is, is really smart, and for that reason, like, yeah. I actually told, so my niece is four, and I told her parents, like, eh, maybe wait till Blu-ray. Yeah. Because I think it is so smart that, like, a little kid might get bored. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're... It's a PG thir- it's a PG movie, so technically it's for kids between the ages of like six yeah. and eleven, right? Um, I don't know if they never get bored, but yeah, going. they may not. But there's just there's a lot of talk. It might be hard right? to follow at some points, but yes, that's my so. point, right? Because there are times where things happen in the movie and they don't, yeah. you know. Um, but anyway, uh, here's the trailer for Kubo and the Two Strings, and it's gorgeous. Go watch it. You must blink. Do it now. Pay careful attention to everything you see. No matter how unusual it may seem. 
you look away, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. It's time to follow my own path. My name is Kubo. This is my story. Your magic is growing stronger. But when we grow stronger, the world grows more dangerous. attention. I promise I won't even blink. I actually don't think I even can blink. Do I have eyelids? So Kubo and the Two Strings is the new movie from uh, Leica Studios who did Paranorman and Coraline and the Box Trolls. Corpse Bride too. Uh, nice. Oh yeah, 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 right. It's uh, the first well, film. It, yes, yes, so. that's right. Um, and they, uh, so it's all stop motion animation with some CG mixed in now. Because um, they've done that in the last two or three movies. Yeah, something like that. Well, they definitely did it in Paranorman. I don't know if there was any CG in, in Box Trolls. I still haven't seen Box Trolls, so. Oh, Box Trolls is really good. I know, I should um, see it. So. Box Trolls is more fun than this movie, but not as good. Okay. Um, so, Kubo and the Two Strings tells the story of this kid named Kubo who uh, has the magical power where he can play his, um, his guitar uh, with a number of strings on it, and he can use the magic of his guitar to fold paper into origami yeah. stuff and then the origami like comes to life so he goes into town he he's made like a little origami samurai and some origami monsters and he plays it and all the all the villagers watch you know gather around and watch him tell the story as yeah. like as these little origami characters dance yeah. around and fight and um and the story is so there's a lot of parallel stories in this movie which is how it tells its story can i explain this film because i think you're gonna just explain it scene by scene no no i'm not i okay. i'm almost done but go ahead <laughs> okay go I'm ahead just, basically if i'm gonna summarize it it'll be like there's this guy named kubo with his mom who's depressed yes and then like the mom's family wants to, wants to get him for one reason or another yes and then they come to him and then he has to run away and he goes on an adventure meeting people while fighting and running from the family Yes. That's yes. the plot of the film. Exactly. Well, I wanted to explain, yeah, the, the magic of it, because well, that's part of the fun. Yeah, thing. but, like, I no, just, I, you I started getting, like, really detail-oriented, and I was like, oh, this is going right. to go on for, like, 40 well, minutes. I, I <laughs> want you to see some of the fun there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it starts with, A, it starts with what was already the most beautiful shot from the trailer, which is his mom on that boat. Yeah. And you're watching this giant stop-motion ocean, um, and, and it's vast and huge. Yeah. Uh, it's just gorgeous. Um, and then, yeah, so you meet his mother who is depressed, uh, and depressed, depressed to a level that's like, like, uh, mentally ill almost, right? Like you, you really, it starts off and you're like, man, this is heavy. At certain points, I thought like it wasn't depression, but it was something else that I just didn't understand. Yeah. Like she was under some spell or something. Cause as soon as the sun goes down, then she kind of wakes up. Yeah. Um, so there might be more to it that I just didn't figure out, but like, it looks like depression. So. I think by the end of the movie, you understand what's going on there. Yeah. So. Um, 
but it you know you've, you've got to sort of go on this adventure yeah um i think the action scenes are all really cool uh, oh especially I was like, that first one is so yeah. creative yeah. and cool i think all um, of them are really great i mean yeah like, oh yeah the one with the giant skeleton and like right that, like that that's one, the one that i love like the, like that one i was like man this is stop motion like, <laughs> right yeah. and then i was like that's probably not all stop motion <laughs> they and then that's that the that shot that they yeah, you know yeah. so yeah in the last couple of movies they've shown you like actual footage of them making this thing yeah and they show you so the 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 giant skeleton is about two stories yeah. tall okay i saw online it's 19 feet tall total wow so. man yeah um it's just it's huge and you're yeah. watching them like move this giant armature yeah. around it's so cool and just really creative too like yeah. that whole fight scene um has emotional weight and is teaching you about the characters too because it's yeah. the first big adventure fight scene yeah um uh and a- as Leica always does they they stay really focused on their characters and they're telling a story that that isn't talking down to people and that does not pull its punches at all yeah um which is why I do feel like it's it's probably for yeah you're you know you're at the youngest six year old kids who can yeah. who can actually handle some of that yeah um because there are some lessons here and and some events that happen where you're like, man, this is rough. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, it's also a lot funnier than I was expecting it to be. There's a lot of humor to it that I really liked. So yeah, I, well, it blends so it together really well. I, I would say I don't think it's as funny as Box Trolls, but you haven't seen that. I haven't seen Box Trolls. Box Trolls, I thought was you know, yeah, constantly funny because yeah. you've got these amazing everything that the minions aren't. Yeah. is in that is in that movie. Yeah. Um, so it's constantly fun. Whereas this one, there's a lot of like downtime and quiet and talking and, yeah. um, and discovering who characters are and, and yeah. how they're going to play into the story. Um, but there's humor to those scenes. So it's not like boring. Yes. To me. Oh yeah. So. Ma- yeah. Matthew McConaughey fucking kills it. Yeah. Constantly so I think killing it. Charlize Theron also does as well. I yes. Think, so. But she's not as much fun because she has well, yeah. to play a more she's, serious She's character. the straight character. Yeah. So. She, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely worth seeing. It's one that I need to see again. I, I sort of was telling you afterwards mm-hmm. that uh, I was so like critical of the movie the whole yeah. time, where I was constantly trying to figure out like, is this working, and where how is this all going to piece together? Yeah, that much like in a Star Trek movie where I need to see it a second time before yeah. it like lands. I have a feeling I'm going to see it a second time. I, I, I think I may go with Zach this week. Uh-huh. Um, I will probably cry my eyes out the second half of the movie. Yeah, um, because as as they they do a really good job of of save like playing a couple of cards at just the right time yeah. and having a couple of reveals where you you figure this out you figure that and it's not the big things it's it's these little moments yeah um where some of the metaphors and some of the some of the symbols just come together in the right way and you're yeah. like oh shit like yeah. this is great and the last it's one of the I think it's one of the best defeats of a villain in a com- in a cart or like a kids movie that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um I d- I don't want to give it a, go into it too much but it it is such an emotional and like there's really a lesson there. Yeah. Um and it's not super overt. Mm-hmm. It's actually almost confusing right at first when it's happening. Yeah. And then as you realize how how he's defeating this villain you're like, "Oh shit." This is rough mm-hmm. um, and really has a lot to say about, you know, um, sort of ignorance and, 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 and the way that, that, uh, that, that culture and society grows and changes with younger generations. Yeah. And it's all like buried in the subtext of this kid's film. Yeah. Um, I also think this is probably the best like kid's adventure film I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. So, which you, cause you don't really see those very often anymore. So. Right. 
it's tough for me because I, I think I would say that I like Zootopia better. Yeah. Um, but that movie is so tight and just constantly yeah. hits. Um, like it does everything perfectly. And whereas this one, like it's it, in normal Laika fashion, it, it's got its downtime. It's got its breathing moments. It's, yeah. you know, um, I mean, you have to keep in mind, this is an animated film going against Disney. Like, right. oh yeah, it's a Dave. Every single anime film that comes out that's not DreamWorks or Disney is a David and Goliath story. Right. This so. is like thirteen guys in a warehouse somewhere yeah. making art. Um, yeah. And it's gorgeous. I mean, it's worth seeing just for the visuals alone. Oh yeah. It's an it's, it's an a, amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Movie. So. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and I do recommend you see it because it's not doing well at the box office. And of course not. These people need. I th- I feel like for the amount of work these people put into these films, they yeah. should get something for it. Right. So, like, um. Yeah, and it's just it shouldn't it's have so flop charming. after flop after flop. And so. the truth is, all of their movies, well, I'm biased. Yeah, my niece who's four loves all their other movies. Yeah, like I would I would think that she would be afraid of Paranorman. Yeah, but she's not. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, and she likes box trolls a lot. Like the, these movies do relate to kids. This is just one where this the story is 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 heavier than and and thicker. Yeah, um, than some of the others. So you know that's the only yeah. reason I, I would say like, hey, don't take Kellen. Because um, he'll get yeah. bored as hell. Yeah. Because uh, he's two. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's that's definitely it. Yeah. So you guys should go see it. The other movie we saw this week is War Dogs. James, should people go see War Dogs? Yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked War Dogs. Um, it is not what I expected from the trailer necessarily. Uh, and I will say that that the third act of this movie, about thirty minutes after I left the theater, I realized that I was kind of emotionally devastated and depressed. Um, there's some stuff that happens right at the end that really kind of wrecked me, and I didn't realize how smart the end of that movie was. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's really worth checking out. And, uh, Henry, I know you're really excited to see this movie. Should people see this film? Uh, I'll give the same warning I gave when I did the film Splosion. The films in my top ten aren't necessarily the best films of the year, but the films that I love the most of the year, this is my number one film of the year so far. Right. So it's, yeah, 100% go see this film. So, Yeah, a movie's uh, definitely not what you expect from Todd Phillips. Oh, yeah. No. So, uh, but I, I think it still has the uh, pace of a Todd Phillips film. Yeah. I think it moves pretty yeah. quickly. It has the same style if he yeah. decided to do it, because it's really not a comedy. No. It's, so. it's, it's if Todd Phillips wanted to do the big short is kind of how it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's him sort of layering some drama on top of his style. Uh, I don't know if I loved it as much as you guys did, but yeah. I still think it's yeah. a good film, and I think you should see it. So yeah. uh, here's a trailer for War Dogs. Frankly, we were a tad concerned with your performance history against a deal of this size. But after meeting you two face to face, we feel like we're in good hands on this one. We won't let you down. Sirs. Not to mention your bid was far too attractive for us to pass up. What did you mean by that exactly? He means you boys lowballed the entire industry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, by how much? You guys came in $53 million lower than the nearest competition. Oh, okay. Now to a question that still has no clear answer. How did two 20-something young men land a $300 million Pentagon contract? I have a big idea. 
They call guys like us war dogs, bottom feeders who make money off of war without ever stepping foot on the battlefield. Show you about my it was meant to be derogatory, but we kind of liked it. We don't play fair. Sorry, Excuse kind me. of an emergency. Sorry, don't worry, I have to go first, I'm American. You seriously want to drive to Baghdad? David, we're gun runners. Let's go run some guns. Give me some of that. You drove these through the triangle of death. The triangle of death, bro? <laughs> we drive through all triangles, including your mom's. And I mean, the trailer pretty much lays it out. There's, there's a couple of yahoos who <laughs> uh, get a big defense contract from the government. But what the trailer doesn't tell you is the build-up to that contract yeah. Yeah. and where people are in their lives. And uh, Well, Miles Teller is what you got from the trailer, is a massage therapist. And you don't know what Jonah Hill's character is yeah. at all. <laughs> and uh, Miles Teller does his voiceover throughout the film, and they talk about how Ephraim, is from his middle school days, was a bad influence on him. He's a bad guy. But he really liked it. Never understood why everyone thought he was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he comes to their uh, one of their friends' funeral, and right away Jonah Hill says, "I don't give a fuck about Pete. I came here to see you." Yeah. <laughs> um, it gives you a little insight to his character, and he is so immediately an amazing asshole. Yeah, like, and he's so good. What's interesting is they at the beginning is kind of this throwaway little. Yeah. Uh, exchange between the two where he says, so what brings you here? Oh, you know, my uncle, you know, screwed me out of $70,000 and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And it, that pays off later on in the film in a way yeah. you don't expect it to. Yeah. And uh, so he goes on to tell uh, Miles Teller's character. Why can't I remember his name? What's his name? It's David. David. Something. Poor. Ha- poor something. Yeah. P. Anyways, he goes on to say that, you know, I make all this money by fighting these no-name, uh, crummy, like, uh, little nibbles of contracts for the government. So he'll sell them, like, guns. Mm-hmm. Where everybody else is focusing on the big things, he focuses on the little things, and that's how he makes his money. Yeah, there's a there's a, a rule that was passed that basically says, like, hey, you can't give all of the defense contracts to giant corporations. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to, the little dealers and stuff like that, you've got to... Make it clear that you're trying to give them some business, too. Yeah. Um, and because he's basically one dude in a shitty office somewhere, he's the littlest... What's he called? He's like the... He's the fattest retarded kid or, what, or something. Yeah. Like, like that, yeah. He, it's something really and, offensive. And nobody's fatter or more retarded than me, I think is what he says. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, and so the government basically like has to give him these little jobs. And they're little for, for government contracts is like $200,000 at a time. Yeah. Um, you know, for selling a couple crates of Bretas or something like that. Yeah, and what's cool of this film, it really sets up his character of Ephron because, uh, you know, they're going to go buy weed from this place, and the best <laughs> there's, yeah. there's these guys sitting on a car, and they say, hey, man, you want to get some real weed? You get directly from his supplier, cut out the middleman. So he gives them 300 bucks, 
And then these guys pretend like they didn't give him money and they show him like a little Glock. And so then Ephraim goes to his trunk and gets like an AK-47 and starts shooting in the air. And he just laughs about it. Yeah, he's like, what? Where, where are you guys going? I thought we were going to hang out. Yeah. And, and it's a really cool uh, typical Todd Phillips slow motion thing uh-huh. yeah. where he yeah. kind of looks at the camera and does this like half smile. And uh, and then it goes back to Miles Teller, who's under now he's underneath his spell. And yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk for a second about uh, Jonah Hill's amazing laugh in this movie? Yeah. Every time he does it, yeah. I think it's a, it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this very intentional, bizarre laugh. Yeah, like like, um, a, like a heckle, almost. Yeah, like. that you, 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 it's like, early in the movie, it's endearing, and later on, it's like maniacal. Yeah. Because early on, I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. Like, he's totally, he's like a dweeb who's fallen into money. It's mm-hmm. sort of what you think early yeah. on, and like, he's he's become an idiot. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. you start learning. Well, because even then, their first big score when they they buy nine hundred Berettas for the F, uh, the Iraqi police, yeah, yeah. and it's they're held up in Jordan, Jordan because they don't have a way to get there. So yeah. it's yeah. them running across Iraq to get there. Right, they go they go like get in a van with a smuggler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a the little love you old kid. He's the best smuggler in Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, which is a really great, like, funny sequence. Yeah, and is the first like at that point, it's still, it's still very Bunch sort of, of playful. It's, yeah. it it's feels still like kind a of a comedy. Yeah. yeah, right. Like that's where you're like, oh yeah, look, they're getting, you know, it's like, uh, it's you know, uh, Operation Dumbo Drop, right? Like, yeah. like it's some silly sort of adventure mm-hmm. movie where you have to do something dumb like get guns across Iraq. Yeah, um, but it's then, also like that's like the same scene where like you realize like oh. This is really dangerous too. Like when they get stopped by the terrorists. Oh yeah. Like yeah. And then they let them go for two cartons of cigarettes. Yeah. Well, which is, then uh, it's cool little things like that where you realize like his he's called Marlboro because he gives Marlboro cigarettes to the guys at the <laughs> yeah. border. Like that's why he's the best. Yeah. He's uh, not actually good at his job. But yeah. what I think was actually really clever about this film is the layers that had that had throughout it, yeah. where you realize. Uh, so eventually they find that there's. The United States government wants to buy 100 million rounds of AK-47s for the Afghan people to fight rebels. Mm-hmm. And they find out that Bradley Cooper's character has a way for them to get it in Albania where they're just sitting on stockpiles of AK-47. Yeah. Yeah. And so they come in with a bid that is lower than everybody else. And right there, uh, you see this where Jonah Hill is all pissed off and he's, you know, I, you know, I can't believe we got ratted out of money. And that is a turning point for that character where when he finds out that he's been... I, I don't know. It, it's he, where you start seeing sort of the cracks. Exactly right? like, where he f- and because David does too. Yeah. Um, and you know, David's like, you know, you're still going to make you know thirty million dollars, right? Yeah. And it, why does it matter? And then when he's in Albania, they find you know they find out that they're Chinese bullets, so yeah. they repackage them and send Which them is, off. So I think what, one of the things that's cool about this is that it, unlike a, so they're constantly talking about Scarface, which is a terrible movie, uh, super overrated. And unlike a movie like that, this is one where these guys very slowly sidestep into doing stuff that's illegal. And the way that that is conveyed in the story makes you understand why they did it. Um, Because they end up in this situation where they have spent millions of dollars buying ammunition in Albania. They 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 are already on the hook for that. And they also can only get the money if they deliver this stuff to the U.S. government. Yeah. And so the only solution that they can see is to repackage it, to repackage it, which is super illegal. Um, and they come up with a plan that, like, they think will work just fine and theoretically would have. Yeah, because they even have that little thing where 
you know, the Albanian package guy says one hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. then they oh, lean yeah. over and they say, <laughs> so, good. "So let's pretend like we're having a really serious conversation." But great, because <laughs> they're actually saving money. Yeah, they're saving tons of money, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just because then it starts really spiraling where you know Ephraim calls David and he says, "Hey, man, he's only buying them for you know four cents, and we're." So he's marking yeah. it up, and Dave's trying to tell him, like, we're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just let it go. You know, you're going to make lots yeah. of money. Right. And then you find out that he didn't pay the packaging guy. Yeah. Well, so I think what we – I think we're going to have to get into some actual spoilers here. Yeah. But what we're sort of dancing around here is that there, the whole time there is this, this sort of suspense underneath the, the surface about whether or not Ephraim is actually a good guy – and and he you know David has like dinner with his friends and they're sort of warning him and you know you come to find out that like the everybody else knows the story as him stealing seventy grand mm-hmm. from his uncle yeah. and his no none of his family talks to him anymore and so there starts being this question about um, something that David himself actually sees, says earlier which is that yeah. well, he's a like, good salesman because he can make himself into whoever he needs to be to sell himself yeah. to the, the person he's talking to. The film is essentially, like, he says that at the very beginning of the film. I know. And the film is essentially him realizing that he's not special. Right. Like, he's realizing that, no, he's doing the exact same thing to me. Right. He's so. been selling me and, and taking advantage of me yeah. the entire time. Like, um, he, he only reason, like, the only reason why he won David on his team was that like, he could have, like, a downfall. Like, he could, mm-hmm. like, he put the downfall on him. Right. So um, that's why David's in Albania and he's not. Yeah. Right? Because he. Like, I need, I need a workhorse. Yeah, yeah, and I need someone to fuck over. Yeah. Right. And he does. And man, those, like, the scene in the elevator, I think, is amazing. Oh, the, just like like at the end of the scene where, like, when they finally get to the ground floor and he goes, yeah, Scarface wasn't even on TV last night. Oh, like, yeah. that oh, was yeah. like... When he really turns and yeah. you just realize, like, what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really good. And his, I think, I think Jonah Hill's performance here is... Is fantastic. Yeah, um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I will say there's so there's some stuff in this movie I don't like, um, like that I think they probably made a good movie and then they saw the Big Short and they were like, hey, let's put some weird shit in here. Like, let's take a line of dialogue and put it at the beginning of these weird chapters that mm-hmm. don't really make sense. Yeah. That honestly, I think the style is fine. The problem was it annoyed me because they so it'll, the screen will go black and then they'll pop up with like, you know, a line. I from... love I love Dick Cheney's America. Huh. And, right, and then they'll go into this next section. And when I realized that it was a line of dialogue, I started thinking about when that line of dialogue yeah, was going to pop too, up towards the end. Um, yeah, I, yeah, for like a, a third or half of the movie, which was kind of distracting. Yeah. Uh, so, like in that in the elevator sequence, I'm thinking like, is he going to say, uh, "If uh, I wanted you dead, you'd be dead." Yeah, if I wanted you dead, would you'd already be dead? Because that wouldn't make sense here. Yeah. But I was thinking about that rather than really enjoying what was going on. Yeah. Like it just sort of. I don't even know that it affects the momentum because there are sort of some natural kind Lulls. of yeah yeah like breakpoints yeah um, it's like I was telling it's just you a like weird, yeah it's a weird thing to throw in there like and we I, were talking about like the other night where where I said like it's something that I feel like they wanted to do for certain scenes but then they felt like they had to commit to it for the rest of the film right like right. I think it worked in some scenes really well yeah but like not like like the God bless to change America was like when I was like well that line isn't really all that great for this. Right. Like, that, that, that wasn't the line you need to highlight. No, like, scene. the line is good when it happens, but yeah. it's not, it's not a definition of... That's not the of, definition of that scene. Right. Um, yeah, and I would say that I wish that they had found a way to do it without David's voiceover. 
Um, yeah. Because they're, I don't know that it really adds much and, and it makes it feel a little bit cheap. When, when they yeah. have a really, um, I think it's a really great story about two friends. Yeah. And one of them actually being just a complete dick. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like, it's just, it's a great story about one friend and one person who's pretending to be a friend. Like. Right. Yes. Right. Man. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and he's got a wife and kid. That's in there too. They spent yeah. a lot. They spent a lot She's of time pretty. on it. Yeah. She is very pretty. Um, she's she's blowing up. She's gonna be in a lot of stuff soon. Is so. she? Oh, Good. Yeah. Um, I'll see her in things. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I think Bradley Cooper was really good. The yeah, oh, right. the last scene. The last scene is amazing. Yeah. So the last scene is the thing that kind of wrecked me, and I didn't realize it until, like I said, I I basically got home from the theater, and I realized like I'm really sad, and I'm really sad because of the last scene of the movie where Bradley Cooper shows back up has been sort of the villain. Like, he's kind of like the, the diamond dog of this movie. Yeah. Um, where he's just like, he pops up, he's kind of a bad guy, uh, and he gives this speech that's really interesting and makes you feel like he's actually a good guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you feel like, oh, he's what Ephraim or, or, or maybe David would have been if they hadn't gotten caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where they, they've done bad things, but they don't mean to. Uh, and then, man, that that last line about no more questions is yeah. just brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 is damning in a way. It's it's damning in a subtle way that like the the uh, the end of the Big Short isn't. You know, where like the Big Short has like the big the big joke where they they say you know oh and then all of the bankers went to jail and everything changed and all of those. Yeah. Uh, well, no, right? Like, yeah. instead of that, they just have this scene where they're like, hey, no more questions. Yeah. We don't talk about this. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, shit. I bet we're still buying guns from some guy like this. Mm-hmm. Well, they did say Gross. that, like, uh, like, there was the voiceover that said, like, they outlawed this exact thing to happen. Or, like, they said, like, there's now, like, like a yes. high, so you can't do it until 2022. Right. Like, um, well, a- AEY couldn't do it until 2020. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like the government was no, like banned. The like the government, government can't said, do it anymore. It was like, oh, they put out a memo like what not to do or yes. s- something yeah. like well, that. Yeah, there were guidelines, but the only, yeah, yeah the 2022 restriction oh, was thought, on AUI. Oh, I thought it was on the actual government. No, okay, wow. no, it was that, hey, they could do it again, they yeah. just can't do it for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the scene when like, it's right after they get like their first major deal, like after they run the guns to yes. Baghdad and they like buy their office and one of like their interns asks, what does AEY stand for? Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. And Joe goes, it doesn't stand for fucking anything. <laughs> Just like IBM. <laughs> and as soon as the guy opens his mouth, you're like, God, dude, you're fired, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Can't you tell that this, that this like, fat kid with his hair slicked back is a madman? Mm-hmm. I can tell. Oh, um, boy. Did you guys yeah. read anything about how originally it was supposed to be Jesse Eisenberg and Shia LaBeouf? And the ca- I saw the, the thing, roles? yeah. yeah. I, just think, like, I think it would have been interesting to see Shia LaBeouf as that character. Yeah. Because we're, we're assuming it was it was going to be Ephraim. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they confirmed that that was what it was. Okay, and then he I turned, mean that's what would make sense. And then he turned it down because he had to do American Honey, which American Honey looks really fan, fucking amazing. So I'm really excited for that. Sure. So, um, but like, I think it would have been interesting to see them play the characters. Um, but I do think Jonah Hill and Miles Teller did a really good job with this. Yeah, so. I, I, I sort of beforehand was like, oh, I bet that would have been good too because yeah. I thought it was going to be due date. Yeah, and then. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be due date, but, but you know it was, I mean. was going to be. A I thought it was going to be more of a comedy. Yeah, and then yeah, when I saw this, like, I actually think that this is pretty brilliant because yeah. Jonah Hill has the like dramatic chops to do this. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, um, but you're also put off guard because it's Jonah Hill. Yeah, you know, 
it almost like the casting of Jonah Hill works because of who his character is. Yeah. Like you go in thinking it's a comedy and you're also like, cause it works that like, Oh, it's, this is a drama and, but Jonah Hill's known for comedy. So it, in a way, like the casting of Jonah Hill ca- like tricks you into thinking something. Right. So that, that trick works here in the way that it doesn't work in true story. Yeah. 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 And true story is okay. True story is a joke. But, is it was is one big joke set up without a punchline? So, <laughs> I, I, I well anyway we'll we talk about that offline. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. Cool. Did uh, real, real quick. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this or not, but uh, when he's selling the sheets to the old folks home, and the guy's playing the guitar. Yes. The guitar. The guy's playing the guitar is the actual David. Is it uh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So I just found that out afterwards. So interesting. He has fewer weird random scars than Miles Teller. Yeah. That's because well, Miles Teller was attacked by a dog when he was young. Is that what it is? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why I read it was, yeah. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Huh. Uh, next week, uh, we're either seeing Don't Breathe or Mechanic Resurrection. God damn. Wh- wh- why? Because he died at the end, so he has to be res- resurrected. <laughs> uh, he did it. I, the, the tone of the second Mechanic is way different than the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the this first is... one's actually pretty awesome. Wait, so this is the third mechanic no, movie? No, it's the second one. Oh. With Jason Statham. Didn't you just say that the end of the second mechanic is awesome? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So the end of the mechanic is awesome. No, the the tone of the first mechanic is oh, okay. uh, way different than the tone of the trailer, trailer for the for second yeah. one. Oh, okay. I think, and, I I th- and I think the mechanic is really cool. Yeah. It looks okay. like they're almost turning the mechanic into like a new XXX film, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like or Crank. Yeah, <laughs> but um, not quite as crazy. Uh, Don't breathe okay. this by Fidi Alvarez, the guy who made uh, Evil Dead. I want to. S- uh, I want to see Don't Breathe once you've seen Don't Breathe, and tell me to see Don't Breathe. Okay, Does that and make then sense? Um, September second, I think, is going to be Film Explosion two thousand six. So send in your. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Because unless you want to see. The Light Between Oceans or Morgan. <gasps> Either I... an ex machina ripoff or a drama about babies. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see The Light Between Oceans, but not for the show. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so send in your... Because I'll see anything with Alicia Vikander. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Um, so send in your favorite films from 2006. September 2nd, the weekend of September 2nd, we will be doing... What's the weekend after that? Um, Sully. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I was going to say... Film explosion eighty seven. Seventy six. We go back, way back. Like, there's uh, no we box can't. office mojo doesn't have a list of movies from seventy six. So oh, really, yeah. Wow. It only goes to nineteen eighty. Wow, I know that. So, bye, bye. Yeah. Also, IBM stands for good luck. International business Henry. machines. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it does. That's in the movie. That's in the movie. You didn't see the movie. And that's why he gets fired. Yeah, he gets fired because he tells him. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds podcast.